Whiteboards Are, a podcast by educators about all things education. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Where the Whiteboards Are. Once again, Eric will not be joining us today. So that's our disclaimer that this episode may not be any good. (laughs) Or it may be better. Who knows? It's a wild card. So we're going uh, in this similar direction that we were in our last episode. We're going to be answering some questions related to the category of life at school, life at school. So still kind of a summer vibe around here. We're just kind of keeping it really relaxed. Nothing too serious yet. So hope you enjoy. Okay, question one. What are some traditions or superstitions you have for the first day of school? I don't have any. There's nothing like at the start of the year, we do this. I mean, I try to go get my hair cut. Okay. Like, I, I think um, <laughs> she's looking nice. <laughs> like in August. And then I just get more haggard looking. I do try to dress nice on the first day of school. Mm-hmm. Something about that just like feels really good to me to like look very presentable and like I have it together. Um, and then jeans and t-shirts are just all I'm going to wear mm-hmm. subsequently after that. Um, so I try to look nice on the first day of school. Yeah. that's Yeah. I think that's what I got. Okay. To me, there's this like high anxiety type energy, not like bad anxiety, just like, whoa, it's here. Like, uh-huh. let's uh-huh. do this. I'm usually just really like excited. Let's let's do this. I don't want to get into the fine details of like classroom stuff. I want to like, hey, let, let's talk. Here's some of the things that we're going to do in this class, like expectation wise, but keep it really high level. Let's not get into the weeds. And let's talk about our summer. Let's be excited about being here Uh and know that, hey, eventually, you know, we're going to have to get into this, but not today. Uh Let's let's figure out who's who and what we're doing and have a good time. I fully agree with that. I also like to like I normally dress up for the first day of school, but I really for those like first three days or whatever, because we always like go Mm -hmm. back in the middle of a week. I really just want them like talking to each other those are like such fundamental community building days and like that tuesday that we come back that's when i'll be like okay this is your syllabus business but normally i just like hey this is how we're gonna act while we're in the room together set some very baseline expectations and then i have like three go-to activities that i'm basically gonna do those each of the three days where they're kind of fun low maintenance Kids are up and moving around. No, no, no. No, no, no. (laughs) You don't have to go find a random person. Um, They are like semi to themselves. But also then normally you have to like share with somebody and just kind of set up those like think pair share patterns and things where like we're all cringy together. So it's not awkward for anybody. Or like when I taught drama for the first day, everybody had to go speak in front of the class. The same thing for speech. Like we'll just get this done now. So you don't have to be scared later. I go and get a new desk calendar. Oh, that's nice. That's something I like to do. Um, whether I order it off of Amazon or get it at like Home Depot. I try to, or not Home Depot, Office Depot. I was like, what an interesting place <laughs> for your calendar shopping. I go to Office Depot because I want to see the size. I want a big honking desk yeah. calendar. I don't uh-huh. want the little ones. I want a big boy. Um, so I get one of those. I also love school supplies. So like... Yeah. I go yeah. and buy new school supplies. Do I need it? 
Yes. Always. The answer is yes. Um, it's not where I thought this was going. But, right. I thought it was going to be like schools need to buy us, you know. Schools but, do need to buy us stuff. Right. But also, I respect the fact that they're probably not going to buy me my G2 gel, gel pen in variety of colors. Right. With the not click. the gel pen no. argument. Again. Again. Bring it back now, y'all. But, you know, so I buy like my special, my special things. And I always, I do pick out a new backpack. Oh, really? Just about every year I I get a new backpack or bag. Um, So you've really never stopped going to school? No, never. (laughs) Never. This is all starting to make a lot of sense now. Never. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I like doing that. My room is already like decorated, but I try to add something every right. year. So I like my plan for my back wall is to do all postcards on oh, the whole nice. thing. Um, and I've got quite a bit already. Um, so I'll buy some more um, postcards that are in like a color theme um, that I like. And so I'll probably buy some of those and add to my wall back there. Cause I just like that visual yeah. interest gives them something to look at, gives me something to look at. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So the whole like dressing up part is one of my least favorite things because it's uh-huh. summer. It's hot. Like yeah. I don't mind oh, dressing up, but it's that like is so fair. coming off summer where it's been like shorts, socks, really optional for the most part to like now I'm wearing pants and collared shirt and <laughs> socks and that. Like, mine happens at the flip side like I don't mind at all for some reason my brain knows how to get ready in September and have it be like cool and functional yeah. but like in May after going through the winter <laughs> I forget what right. like cool weather or warm weather clothes are um, and I'm so grumpy the whole month of May because I simply don't know how to dress <laughs> like I don't have clothes right. for the occasion I'm sweaty all the time the kids are like your room is so cold and I'm like I could not care less I'm so sorry <laughs> Like, this is the environment I chose. <laughs> You're over there in, like, a s- sweater. Actually, though, don't you remember one of our history teacher acquaintances was, uh, we were talking about Flannel Friday, and he was like, it's May. Why are we doing Flannel oh, Friday? Yeah, that's right. And I was like, because I don't know how to wear not Flannel <laughs> yeah. Friday yet. I'm that way, out. like, when it switches over to spring, like, I'm still clinging on to, like, winter and, like, sweaters and, like. Winter fashion is the best fashion. Truth. You can hide under them layers. BB, oh, well, I just want to wear them. perfection. <laughs> you just be comfy right. though. Like there's like winter comfort. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that. I also like the aspect that like at any moment snow could just like happen in the winter. And so I got to dress dancing. accordingly. Hey, the last time you did that. We didn't have school for a week. For real. Also, it was the best. Can I just, I should send you a thank you note like every year. Cause that was the week that my brain full broke. And I didn't have to go to school, like because Amanda made it happen right. for me. You're welcome. <laughs> like, I will. I will take your um, presents and um, edible arrangements. I heard oh, those are luxury. Some nothing bundt cakes, <laughs> nothing perhaps. Bundt cakes. Yes, <laughs> <And> <laughs> so nice. An assortment of nuts <laughs> and cheese. And cheese. I'm the cheesemonger. I'm the cheesemonger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they throw cheese. It's awesome. I just learned yesterday. This is not related to about um. Pumpkin chunkin? Pumpkin chunkin, yeah. How does everybody know that that's a thing? I know it from. uh, You watch it on TV? The uh, the TV show with Cam. um, Mythbusters? No. 
I don't know oh what you're talking gosh. about. Um, I didn't yeah. know, though. I, I didn't know that Pumpkin Chunkin... Oh, they show it at, like, Thanksgiving thing. time or, like, Halloween-y time. They show it on TV. That's why I was in my sister's apartment, and her, her fiancé, and Eric were all like, yeah, duh. And I was like, I don't know what we're you, talking about. You take out your trebuchet, and you that, just... That's the exact same word Eric said. And then I thought it was going to be, like, you know how when you're... Modern family, sorry. Oh. That's where I oh. first heard it. Well, that's, I didn't yeah. see that coming. I thought it was going to be a nonfiction show. I thought it was like Mythbusters or something. Yeah. No, no. But I thought it was going to be like, you know how in your freshman physics class, they make you make a catapult. Okay. So I was picturing something like that. And then Eric showed me pictures of like the very large industrial machinery mm-hmm. that they use for pumpkin chunking. Oh, yeah. And I, I was not prepared. It's, it's pretty great. I want to go to a pumpkin chunking event. So, uh, on I-44 going west, I cannot remember what the small town is. It's just outside of Mount Vernon. I want to say that they have one. Like, they do, like, the family fun farm thing where they have corn maze and all these oh. various things. I want to say when we were there, they had, like, the trebuchet. And Let's go. Podcast in the wild. Listen, I'm t- saying we need to take this on the road. Tour. I don't. What will we talk about educationally? <laughs> We're like, how did you learn to build the trebuchet? Yes, yes. And we take down notes. Mm, yes. Education is that a lot like a corn maze. Standard. <laughs> According to Common Core, RI 9 10. <laughs> that is great. Common um, Core. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not a Common Core household. Um, <laughs> what makes a good day at school? When it can go by really quickly and I feel like I've accomplished something. Okay. Or like my kids have accomplished something like, yeah, they learned today. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes a good day. But I want a day to go by quickly and like be full of like positive energy and feel like um, everything went smoothly, positive. I like a lot of movement in my classroom. So mm-hmm. like if I can build those activities that they take a lot of front work so that usually I'm exhausted at the end, mm-hmm. but I'm also really satisfied because I got to use my brain and my creativity mm-hmm. uh, with my students. That makes a good day. I think I really agree with that. Like I essentially want all of the same things, but I think what makes it like the best day is that there's a handful of times where like a student will turn around to me and either be like, Hey, I really understand this now. Or like, I really like that we did this today. And they say it sincerely, not in the way that like, this wasn't that hard for me. So like, this was super fun because I didn't actually have to work. But they'll be like, this activity like really worked for me. And I really like that we did this today. And those are just such like, my Grinch heart grows three sizes days. And I'm just like, so pleased. Um, So those are like, A tier days. And then like a good day would be like, it's fun in the room. Kids are up and moving, but they're also doing something productive. Right, meaningful, yeah. Yeah, for their learning. I'm going to agree and add on, as long as there's like no fires to put out, like those things that just pop up all of a sudden, um, whether it's with a student at school or even something in your own personal life, like those are the things that kind of like pull you out of, I don't know, enjoying the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when students are engaged, when your colleagues are like, Having a good time and they're finding success and they're fully engaged in the process too. Those are always good. And it it really does go back to like, uh, it goes by really quick. Like when everything's working out and it's like, oh my gosh, what a good day. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think I always liked 
drama class so much mm. is not necessarily because I love the act of putting on a play. That in and of itself is terribly stressful. But they're like really good community activity days where we're all sunk into this like really big project together. You never feel like there's enough time. The class period goes by way too fast. And it was always like that really like positive, fast momentum energy. That was really nice. Yeah. yeah. Unless I was yelling. Sorry. Um, how do you show your school spirit? I love spirit days if I can dress up. <laughs> if they're not dumb. If they're not a dumb Ooh. spirit day, but like a smart, funny, clever. Need, there's an episode right there. Oh, spirit, spirit days. days. Uh-huh. I've got I've got some advice. I've got a few ideas. Okay, I love spirit days. The wackier, the better. Uh-huh. Um, the more fun I can have, the better. Um, I love a good costume. Like, let's be honest. If I'm gonna go like a Walmart or a Target, I'm gonna find weird stuff and I'm gonna make it work. Or like the Dollar Tree. Uh-huh. Um, I love a good. Yeah, I think that's how I show my spirities. Also, just like if they do assemblies, which my current school does not often, and they're bad. Oh, really? No offense, they're horrible. They try. They try, but they are not. It's not a very spirited place, right? Interesting. So I don't know. But they have a leadership class. They do, and the leadership class leads the it's student led, mm-hmm. and they do try, but like the student body who's disengaged does not feel more engaged through assemblies. Yeah. So it's a very like divisive right. like those who are doing and those who are sitting on their phones. I got you. Yeah, it's not it's not good. Whereas like previous assemblies, if I could like play a game or do something right. silly, I uh-huh. sure write me down. Sure, I'll do whatever. You know, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll look foolish in front of Yeah. Oh my gosh, Eric and I have done so many embarrassing things for the students in Jacob Conklin's classes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a good way to just show school spirit are, you know, going full out for those spirit days. Uh-huh. Um, I also think it's important, like, if you know they're going to have a football game that day or yeah. a basketball game or a band competition or you know equal um activity person um you say hey good luck hey i hope you do well if you can't attend or whatever obviously go if you can um but just being like oh yeah there's a soccer game this thursday i hope i hope that goes well for you let me know on friday how it went or whatever that kind of stuff shows spirit i think having a big ph on the back of your car also shows school (laughs) spirit until you're forcibly told to remove it I mean, your car. you were forcibly told to remove it. <laughs> they didn't like yell, but they did. I was in the room when that happened. What? Yeah. They were like, you need to get that off of your car. They, well. Did I, they give you something to like. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they gave okay. me yeah. They brought in a new school sticker and it was kind of jokey, but also like. We'd like you to do that. It was like, they were like, I don't like seeing that every day. But it was like kind of funny, but also like, here's this new sticker. (laughs) So like also not. (laughs) Uh, Um, I don't know. Okay, so I'm kind of bad. I don't know that I'm really like a school spirit kind of person. Like I don't really... Aligned to an institution inherently, right? Like that's something that has to be like built or whatever. Um, however, uh, things that I do try to do is like um, stand up 
for what I'm a part of. So like sometimes kids inevitably be like, oh, this place is bad. And I'm like, actually, let's talk about all the great things that this place does for you. Um, and so I try to like have those conversations with kids in a way that's like actually specific and not just like, oh, we're so great and lucky to be here all the time. Um, and then also if I'm at an event, like at my previous school, it was a little too far away from my house for me to maybe attend all of the things that I would have previously. Um, but if I'm at that event, I want to support everybody at that event. So I'm not just like clapping for football. I'm like cheering with the football or with the cheerleaders and like clapping for the band when they're having their performance and making sure that like all activities feel supported, at least from my end. Um, what else do I think is good for school spirit? Um, Sam and I have made teams have to change sides because we were screaming so loudly. <laughs> <You're too annoying. laughs> um, so I just want to be clear, like when she says we cheer, we are we're gonna lose our voices. Yeah. Well nice. I'm gonna make sure the kids know that I'm there. Okay. Like they're gonna know yeah. specifically that my voice <laughs> was in attendance. Um I can be really loud and that's like the only thing that it's good for. Right. So <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen this side of you all. Oh, well, I'm just really comfortable being obnoxious in spaces in general. I would agree with that. Thank no. you. <laughs> so, like, before my sister, when she was in marching band, like, there's that moment of absolute silence on the field where they're getting ready. Yeah. And I'd be like, go Sarah! <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, like, well, yes, the moment. You find your moment. Yeah. yeah. So, I have to apply that yeah. in all spaces for right. all children. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that like school spirit, like we know the stereotype of what that's supposed to be because we've seen it in pop culture and TV and movies. Mm -hmm. But I love the aspect of like, no, school spirit applies to marching band. It can apply to scholar bowl and all those other things. Mm -hmm. um, for me, like I struggled to, to uh, differentiate like school spirit and school pride. And to me, one of the easiest things you can do to show pride is what you choose to put on your body, like clothing. Oh, yeah. Just simply sure. wearing something that represents your, your school, to me, says a lot. Mm -hmm. um, because that, like, wherever you go that day, you're kind of choosing to represent that. You're ch choosing to kind of attach that to your identity. Um, so that's super simple. And from there, it's... I kind of like what I, what you said about like aligning yourself, right? Like at a school, you know, you try to build something hopefully better than what's there and like trying to figure out like, what do I stand for in this community and, and cheering that on. And it's not always sports. It's the, to me, right. it's so much bigger than that. It's like concepts like kindness and, inclusivity and things like that that's how you can really show like true spirit and pride in the school in the community as a whole um yeah it's fun sometimes to go to those competitions to do that but what happens if you're at a school that doesn't ever win those competitions does that mean like you can't have school pride some people think that right but i would challenge you to be like no it, it's way bigger than that like you can find pride and spirit and just the way that we do every day. And if anything, that's probably way more important than just cheering on a team that wins. So, Well, and fundamentally, like, I think it's important for students to know that when we come to school, everybody who's an adult, right, is in the building, 
in service to you mm. and not like in a subservient, like right. a we are now beneath you kind of way, but like we are here because we choose to be to support you. Um, and so like, I think those like check-ins about what the space kind of provides for students is important because when you're like 14, you don't, that's not what you're thinking about. And that's not their fault. That's just like right. not where your mental space is at. And sometimes like the whole aspect of like, what do I need to cheer for my school's, you know, baseball team? Like, I don't get the designation of like, oh, we're the wolves or whatever. Because in some towns it's, you know, you're all one school district, but maybe there's multiple schools uh -huh. and these like weirdly drawn boundaries are supposed to separate you. And I, I can understand like where that's weird of like, I don't really see an allegiance to this, but it's like, well, what does your school as a whole stand for? you know, more than just the sporting activity. Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe how you can really show school pride and spirit. And if that's not something you can do at your school, because that's not really been founded, man, what a great opportunity. Oh, I also want to show school pride when I take kids to other spaces. Mm -hmm. A big part of school pride is how do people feel about my kids when we were there and kind of like the feedback that you get from that. So if people are like, Hey, uh, it was so great to have your group today. Yes. That's excellent. Yeah. Or like, oh, we love when insert name of school here comes. Like, that's what I want. Um, and that's kind of like how I want to foster pride in students. It's like, no, I am representing a space and I'm going to be conscientious of my behavior. Um, so like, I think that is excellent um, versus the idea of like, we use the space for our purposes. We leave a mess. We leave. Yeah. I can't, can't stand that. Right. Um, oh, what is an accomplishment that you have had as a teacher that fills you with pride? Oh, I don't like that question. I think in an, uh, like an ego way. I don't know. Well, just like you were proud of whatever was happening. I mean, I would think, um, anytime, like I produced a yearbook and like helped with that process. Oh. I'm really proud of the books that, um, were created over the years and like, watching students develop and grow yeah. through, you know, just them, you know, we talked about school pride just a second ago in school spirit. Your book was awesome because every single kid is in that book and uh -huh. every single, you know, we really tried um, really hard to not just focus on the sports and we, you know, our cover was always indicative of the entire school or what was happening <laughs> as opposed to just, you know, one sport or one thing. Yeah. She's laughing because, because I know, I know the layers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I'm really proud of just like pr putting on productions or like proms that were successful. Um, I'm really proud of um, being a part of that and like hopefully making memories for those kids. Yeah. I think that that's really um, something to be proud of because um, I think oftentimes you don't think about the work that goes into all, you know, to put something together that's a big event like that. I know Jacob has put on lots and lots of big events um, in his teaching career. Um, and so I think, I think those are big. Yeah. I mean, it's really about what the students do. Like, oh my gosh, like my body of work as an educator is really related to students and what they do. Um, and that's where the pride comes in. It's not about accolades and other things. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of what these students have done. You know, the 
with the, yeah, it's more about them and maybe that's cliche, but it, that's really why we do what we do anyway. Right, right. I think, um, so if I think back to this past year specifically, we did this new reading focused initiative in my classroom and I was listening. I, one of the things that I did in the spring was our excellent instructional coach, Nicole Harrell, who's been on the podcast, um, took my small groups of readers into a different room and they had student-led discussions that she recorded and then sent me the files for so I could like listen to them and sort of use that as a form of like assessment evaluation check-in so instead of taking a test or like doing some writing you're speaking with your peers in a student-led discussion about your book and there was one particular discussion where my kids it's like these four four very energetic boys like they are very spunky um were making so many really excellent comparisons to like life and things that go on in the world um, outside of their book. And like one, it was just so evident that they'd actually read their book, even though they told me all the time that they wouldn't, they actually did. Um, and then two, to like have that awareness, that like text to life connection, which is what we want anyway. It was like such an excellent moment listening to them. So if I was going to think for the past year specifically, like I was, it was like, yes, this was the whole point. Like, this is what we're trying to do and like have all that be realized was really awesome. Strongly recommend. Did enjoy. Oh, also, I think I get a lot of pride when kids come back. Like. Oh, to come say hi. Well, just like, um. When I, when, whenever they tell you what it is that they're doing. Right. You know, oh, yeah. like I'm always so proud of them for like being the person, doing the things, being functional in the world. Like that's all we really want for them. Yeah. yeah. So like when kids come, like that, that episode where, or like that recording day where a bunch of them came back and kind of like talked about what they're doing right now in life. I was like, that is so awesome. Like go you. And it's not about like students that are doing quote unquote great things. Right. It's just that you're out there. And you're, you're one step at a time. You're making progress every single day as much as you can. Like you're all being an, an adult uh -huh. and, you know, competing with us as an adult. Yeah. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, you're probably more successful than I am. Well, and like you hold down a full-time yeah. job and you like our kids who have bought themselves like houses yeah. and all like, that's awesome. Um, especially cause I mean, we've been teaching a while, but it hasn't been so long, you know, like when you're an elementary teacher and then your, your students are like in their twenties or whatever, like, obviously you see that distance more, but to go from like, you were insane as a 17 year old <laughs> and now you like yeah. manage a business. Right. That's awesome. And like, I love that. Yeah. It, you know, getting, I get the chance to see students, you know, quite a, quite a bit through various things or we'll get together and have lunch or whatever. And it's cool to see, I mean, there's some that are like so more educated than I am, like here in school, trying to teach them to do something and seeing them learn and succeed. But now they're at the point where they're, they've surpassed me. It's just like, I'm like, Whoa. oh, you're real smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't understand what you're telling me. I understand that maybe some of the individual words, but that sentence makes no sense. <laughs> when you put them together, I feel yeah, very or, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you said, just holding down jobs and I mean, some are, are already married and, you know, some have kids and they're just doing a lot of really cool things. It's, it's great to see. Mm -hmm. I'm in a very different strain. Uh, what is your favorite dish from the school cafeteria? 
I never ate a school lunch I, at the school that we taught it. Really? Never. Same. I never ate school lunch. Now, when I was in school, uh-huh. crispy toes. I'm sorry. What? Crispy toes. Crispy toes. We always call them crispy toes. You see, you're saying crispy toes and like, I don't know what that yeah, is either. Um, crispy toes. Crispy toes? You well, know what crispy toes? What? Well, I got nothing. Yeah. <sighs> we, well, you I'm see, from St. Louis, when okay? you're from, I'm not the, from the golden land <laughs> of milk and honey, um, <laughs> you have these things that are just like, they're tor- they're essentially tacos, right? They're just tortillas with cheese sauce and um ground beef and then you'd have like nacho cheese sauce that you could dip them in and so any day that was a crispito day the line would be i mean it would be a full line because everybody wanted crispitos they were so good is this like crispitos tm like is it a you know like bosco sticks like that's a Oh, that's like a weird thing. I've never had Bosco sticks. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's like a company. Oh, I got like, you. Trademark. Mm, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I'm Maybe not it was sure. like your team of chefs and sous chefs that <laughs> did your school oh, lunches. Oh, yes. The gourmet they school lunches. Like, yes, yeah. chef. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, no, I, yeah. Crispitos, spicy chicken sandwiches. Oh, a good spicy chicken sammo. Mm. <laughs> there was nothing for my... <laughs> Public school cafeteria that I'd be like, mm, that was so good. Really? It was like, oh, that's going to keep me from starving today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think anything was terrible, but yeah, that's not at all my experience. Middle school, they would make fresh chocolate chip cookies and they'd come in these little clear bags, like little, um, you know, like the sam- like like sandwich. Like a saran bag. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a saran bag. And they were the warmest, gooeyest, best chocolate chip cookies. And what you would do is you'd use your ID card and you'd cut them up into little itty bitty slices. And I then didn't you see would, this coming. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you would something's getting snorted. <laughs> no, we were innocent. Innocent. innocent well, how could children. you possibly snort cookie dough? Like the physics, yeah. it's not going to work. They were the best cookies. It's not going anywhere. Oh, they were good. I, as an adult... Love cafeteria mashed potatoes. I was gonna say mashed potato day. Yeah, and so I never got like a full meal because it's a non meat eater. There's just like not a lot of options. But like those the the mini Thanksgiving meals that they did on Wednesdays with like uh, the lunch ladies were so nice, and because I didn't eat meat, they'd give me extra mashed potatoes and like a fresh roll. Ah, chef's kiss. Because I don't want lumps in my mashed potatoes. And they're not using real potatoes in their right. mashed potatoes. Like, there's just water so in instant. if there's I can't no have lumps. riced mashed potatoes, you know, like that's that's what I want is the fake ones. It was delicious. Good. As a student, I had like a soft pretzel with cheese every single day. That was like my, my um, go-to. In the morning in high school, I would get a cold bagel and strawberry cream cheese. And eat strawberry cream cheese in my cold bagel. It was like I, I don't think I've ever like I bought school breakfast as a student ever. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if we had it. I don't remember. I would get that in the morning quite a bit. Delicious. Oh, we had a la carte. Do you guys have a la carte? Yes. <laughs> I love the way you say it. <laughs> like did the carts? <laughs> Al a cart? Isn't that a la carte? A la carte. <laughs> A la carte. <laughs> I thought Al's the guy that had the cart. 
It's French. <laughs> well, we would on there would be French fries, and then there's also like a salad bar, and so uh, you can get. Yeah, we had a salad bar that yeah. was pretty and that legit. Was good. Oh, mm-hmm. our past school, Amanda's current school. I did get breakfast there because those ladies make biscuits and gravy, and oh, it nice. is amazing. And you can they have a non sausage gravy, and like that was so good. And they like, I feel like is a signature item in that kitchen. It's amazing. Yeah, lots of people got their biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of morning t- routine do you do to get jazzed for class? <laughs> jazzed is the word that they use. So questions. my last year teaching, it, mornings were an exercise in frustration. Oh. Because, so I was getting to school, I felt like earlier and earlier. I was trying to get all my copies done like before the first day of school so like we had mondays off so i tried to get things printed on monday or friday well that wouldn't work so then i have to like i didn't want to stay late just to print things so it's like i'll get go early and get things printed well that wouldn't work and it so it took longer and longer i feel like to diagnose tech issues or we didn't have internet and then well i should be able to print with a usb drive well that didn't work and like well then my computer was a mac and apparently you can't print from those you can. midway through the year. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> so it, like my mornings, which I used to like to go in a little bit early, um, which was probably super early for most people yes. and just have time to like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. Make sure I have everything ready to go. Maybe even like go through some of the notes, practice some problems. That way I knew I was ready to go. Students may come in, like get them prepped, whatever. But it just turned into frustration after frustration from mostly tech issues yeah there is literally nothing worse than you have to print and you have 10 minutes until the start of the bell and the printer is jammed from the person before you right who didn't yeah. fix it who just left and it's not like a mess i want to i want to wait till the last minute to print but i've mm-hmm. been waiting i've been waiting and right. right yeah you tried right yeah um, I like to get excited through the morning by being obnoxious, like I mentioned before, um, where like my best mornings are I'm standing out in the hallway loudly <laughs> being like, hello, good morning, as yes, everybody just like yes. drags through and they just look so tired because, you know, they were up to like 3 a.m. and there's kids have like two monsters in each hand <laughs> and like they just hate everything. And I'm like, it's so beautiful to see you today. And like, that's my favorite yeah. way to start the day. Possibly but I like ever. it when they're angry, but they're also kind of happy. Yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, uh-huh. it's nice to see you too. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I would say my morning usually starts off with a good murder podcast. Mm. So that's how I like to drive in. Drive in on murder. I drive out with stick beats. <laughs> that's, that's how I like. I like it. One I might like think it. it would be the opposite, but no. <laughs> no, because I, I want to, you know, I like to process and go. Could have been murdered. You know? Like, today ain't going to be a bad day. I could have been murdered. Listen to me. I've listened to enough murder podcasts. I know how to get away with this. So you're going to do your homework. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's a good... I think I should start doing that. No, I like... Yeah, I like listening to murder podcasts on my drive to work to get me pumped up. I don't drink coffee. Which is amazing. Um, But I feel like I'm pretty peppy in the morning. You are. That's why it's amazing. I'm just like ready to go. By the time that first bell hits... I've been awake for for a while, so You're I'm not usually tired. Uh-huh. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't come to school very tired. 
Which is shocking because I get up so early. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I would get sleepy on the drive-in is the problem. Like, I'd be fine Ooh. at home. Be fine-ish. Once, like, class got going, I'd be fine. But that drive would make me so tired. It's so monotonous. But, like, nothing happens. But if forever. on that drive, you're listening to Mary Margaret get hacked up into little itty-bitty pieces, <laughs> you'll stay awake. I promise. I don't know. Really? Yeah, because I listen to a lot of good audiobooks where I just turn them off and then listen to something like peppy music. I want to dance with somebody, like, and just sing along because that's how I stay awake when I'm sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I get a little. Yeah, because it just kind of depended on what I was listening to. I'd get a little bit where uh-huh. I have to listen to some music. Yeah, you're like, another murder. <laughs> More dead people. More dead people. <laughs> um, do you have any embarrassing teaching moments that you're willing to share? And what are they? Mm, I feel like we've talked about some of these before. But. Yeah. I have a go-to. I don't think I've, I might have told, have I talked about how I swore in front of the children? Oh, I don't think so. On the podcast? I don't remember. Okay. Setting the scene. This is my first year teaching. I'm in my eighth hour class which is still to this day, 10 years later, possibly the most insane behavioral class I've ever had, um, where it's English 3. Nobody wants to do English 3, eighth hour. Like, that's just simply not the case. Um, And I think it was, like, all boys, except for, like, I think I had two girls. And the boys especially did not want to be doing English during eighth hour. Um, So every day was kind of like an adventure. Um, as a first year teacher, I think I did way more like aggressive talking slash yelling than I would ever do again, um, which I don't like. So that's yeah. a bummer. Um, but every, they're also like, they're so funny, you know, like as a group, they weren't, they didn't want to do that. So they were like bad in the room because they didn't want to be doing English things, but like as people kind of hilarious. Right. So then I like that's also a struggle where like objectively I'm not actually that mad at you, but like I have to be mad at you for the sake of the space, you know. Um, But one day I was trying to just like talk to them like normal people and I was going through like a weird thing with my heart. And I don't know what I I meant to say the word funks. And I was like, no, it's not like an arrhythmia or something. My heart just beats in a regular pattern. And sometimes I meant to say it funks. And I don't know why that's what I picked is the word, because like I set myself up for failure. Um, But that is not the word that I said. And I'm talking to like four of these boys and they immediately were like, and like so delighted, like they were so excited. And they were like, did you just hear that? Did you hear what she said? And they're like immediately yelling. And they're like, we all get a free pass now. We all get a free pass now. And I was like, don't act like you haven't gotten a thousand free passes all year. What are we talking about? But they were like so delighted. And I was immediately, I like, and like audibly gasped and clasped my hand to my mouth. Like it was tragic. Not my best work. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I don't, First I feel year. like I've already told my, yeah, told the blind student to take off his sunglasses. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. That was rough. Cause I was like, first year teacher, I'm going to be. Following the rules. Not allowed to have sunglasses. Why are you wearing your sunglasses in here? Well, because I'm legally blind. You can keep those on. You just keep them on, (laughs) sir. So, this is not a me embarrassing moment. This just popped in my brain, so I'm going to put it out there. Um, I co-taught both as a regular ed teacher and as a special ed teacher. 
in my first year in regular education, there was a uh, lady that was co-teaching or supposedly was going to go co-teach. <laughs> she just sat in the back of the room. The shade. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it, so close to the end of the year and it's geometry. And she really hasn't contributed in class at all. Um, whatever. I, at this point, I'm like, whatever. It doesn't. I don't even acknowledge your existence most days. <laughs> but uh, we're doing something with like triangles, like a review maybe for the EOC or who knows. But like I, I did a problem on the board and she's like, well, that's wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, it's possible. Like, it, you know, I make mistakes and I'm one to like not shy away from that. So I'm like, okay, well, let me look at it again. I was like, okay, I, I don't see my mistake. Put it up to the students. Uh, anybody get anything different? More or less, they were inconsistent. Incon- they agreed <laughs> that with my answer. Um, and then it's like, no, I think I'm good. And like, she was like, no, you messed up and like got really aggressive. And I'm like, oh, she's coming alive, folks. Um, but like, like just kept attacking. Like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And Come eventually I had to like shut her down. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is really embarrassing for you. Like, cause the students were like, this is awkward that you're, you're wrong. Right. We've proven you're wrong. And it was just really awkward and embarrassing because it was high school geometry. And I don't know. Did you guys ever figure out like where the disconnect was? Yeah. Like what she was I wrong I really didn't on. care at that point in the year. Like I tried to get her to engage and it was just really odd that she was trying to engage and like. I don't know if she was trying to prove me wrong or what, but it's like, no, like this is like, I'm okay being wrong. Right. Right. And we had already gone through that process. And now it's like, now you just look foolish. <laughs> and like, she wasn't giving up. And it's like, well, <laughs> well, I'm right. And we're moving on. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. so not my own embarrassing story, but somebody else's. And um, the last question I have for you is, in which other teacher's class would you like to enroll for oh. and why? That's not, I can't pick one. You gotta, you gotta mm. pick one. What do you learn? Oh, I want to learn about everything. That's not the, that's not the main <laughs> question. Oh, do you think so? Like which classroom? Whose classroom? Yeah, or like specific, because we're in high school. So like the content gets specific. I think I want to be. In our past school together, I want to be an art perspective. Mm, um, that's I a good one. Don't I think it'd be so good for me because I don't have the patience, like to do that kind of methodical measuring and then also merge it with something creative. So I think it would be fascinating, but also like a really good lesson yeah. in like discipline and endurance and all of those like good mental qualities because it really like would target what I see as like weaknesses for myself. I would go take an ag class in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I'd be in the ag in any capacity. Um, just cause I don't know much about that world. And they, and both of those guys are so awesome that they're such good teachers, but they're just such good people. So they'd be fun to be around, but I think I'd probably pick some ag. I also honestly thought the spark, the sports marketing class. Oh, would be yeah, really sure. cool. Uh-huh. That was Shout yeah. out to oh, Misty because that I think was awesome. Like she was doing incredible things with those kids, and uh-huh. um, I think that that would have been really, really cool too. Yeah, 
something completely out of my comfort zone. So I yes. think something out of my comfort zone, like you said, yeah. is what I'd pick. Man, that's a really good question. Like, I would like to be in both of your classes. I think that would be really interesting. No, oh, I think. Um, I would like to take band with Eric. Because yeah. I had a really good band teacher for a number of years. And then she was super successful. And then Mizzou picked her up. And then band wasn't great. So I stopped. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, being with somebody who's, like, super passionate would be cool. Um, Ag was an easy one. I, Julia would have been, man, even <laughs> as tough as it would be Spanish with her. Right. Right. Um, but it, Misty too and Siobhan um, but I think so like there's so many options like I'll just everybody but I never did see the end of Joe Dirt <laughs> so <laughs> so we know where you gotta go <laughs> let me tell you it, it ends the way you would expect yeah, it to yeah. just so you're just and I don't know. think I ever saw the third Austin Powers so I'd be able to knock both those out <laughs> oof First and the second, yeah. oh, you're good. I, oh. What's that one? The submarine one you can oh, also... Oh, U571. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was a good one for biology. Yeah, because... I mean, freedom especially riders. now. You could also do freedom riders right. in biology. Because they learned a lot about the Holocaust in their biology class. It made mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I do think because he's not here, I would also really like to take Eric's, any of Eric's classes... If I wasn't married to him, because when Eric tries to teach me things, I get really disgruntled about it. <laughs> That's like a self-flaw. I could work on that. Um, but Eric does such a good job of like talking to the kids about being a person in life. Right. right. And it's something I will never be good at because I'm not a philosophical person. I'm like, that's not what we're doing. Like, I'm doing this skill and I'm very focused mm-hmm. on like that. But really, being a person in life is what we're doing. And I, I would just like to hear him do that yeah. um, in a place where I would receive it because I'm sure he tries to do it with me all the time. <laughs> Impassioned Eric is a thing to see. Yeah. Like, right. like I've, walked by and I've listened and I'm like, Oh, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But to be a student. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he does it like he had at our previous school and I'm sure at his most recent school, it's like a weird cult following of kids who just like walk behind him and like absorb everything he says. <laughs> and I feel like there, there must be something he's doing to warrant right. that behavior. Right. So I just want to see what it is. Not because I want a cult following. I just want to experience what the, well, and what he, the delivery is. Well, and I was going to say, his delivery is so different, mm-hmm. I think, than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Especially given that he didn't come into teaching to teach history. And right. that he was so good at it. Like, shout out to Eric. I know he's going to listen to this later, but truly, you were an excellent history teacher. As oh, much yeah. as you didn't enjoy it and it wasn't like your passion, yeah. mm-hmm. you learned very quickly how to bridge that gap and make it your passion. And uh-huh. it was, it was good. I think everything that he did in his room had intention. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up. Like the intentional part. Cause he, he taught and I think he may still, does he teach psychology currently? I mean, he did this past year. He won't okay. anymore. But. So it's hard for me to not think that it's intentional that he wears Paisley to like hypnotize students. <laughs> and I think that's what it is. He d- <laughs> but, but okay, he does do things like with his hands on purpose really? to draw I student attention. That. Yeah. Like that is like an, or he do, he'll do stuff with his hair um, because he wants you to, like he wants them to look at him. 
So like he does give them these like intentional subliminal cues without saying like, hey, look at me to like draw their attention. We've talked about it before. So like, who knows? Maybe that is why he's he's a wizard. (laughs) He's a wizard. Also, this has been terrible for his ego. You're not that cool. You need to calm down. (laughs) She lies. (laughs) Um, But I think that's the end of my questions. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's another fun little episode where you get to know us. And again, that these are just simple questions that we found that would be good to use for your own colleagues or students in your classroom to get to know each other and you. And who knows? We may continue down this rabbit hole in our summer series of episodes. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Where the Whiteboards Are. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can re- reach us at WTWA at 277media.com. The opinions expressed in our podcast are that of the individuals and do not represent the opinions of their employers, school districts, or communities in which they work.